Welcome back to Straight to DVD. Dude, we're back once again, Raphael. Hello, we're here. Just you and me this time. Just a couple of OGs, you know? Dude, just a couple of dudes. Just a couple, couple of guys talking about the latest streaming craze. Net, Netflix a couple is, dudes. Yeah. I was just going to say a couple dudes talking about a couple dudes. Yes, it's a movie about two dudes. <laughs> it's called that's it it's it's called rrr uh maybe you could help explain to me why it's called that rev um it looked like it stood for rise resist and something else um repeat rise resist repeat maybe that's it um i know at least okay. two of the r's okay yeah. it stands yeah, for, because... for uh for rocco Raff, uh record dude that's per- perfect <laughs> that's exactly right we were destined um yeah yes this is uh is it, how popular is this movie it's got it's got an amazing rotten tomato score uh it's mm-hmm. on netflix like is everybody watching it right now so I'm not too sure. I feel like I heard some buzz about this movie a couple of months ago, maybe like two months ago. Um, I, I guess it had like a like a limited release or something here in the states, um, and people were at least like like hardcore film nerds were kind of freaking out about it. They're like, "Yo, this movie is is really really sick. Like, people should go check it out." Um, and I guess that's how Netflix got word of it. So they picked it up for streaming purposes um and i think that's kind of where it like fully blew up um i think we're a couple weeks into the craze now uh but i want to say a couple weeks ago it was probably like the number one streaming movie on netflix i don't know what that means really i feel like the netflix algorithm is kind of wonky and not to be trusted um but for whatever that's worth like this movie was one of like the top stream movies on netflix for a while it seems like it's getting around. It was first recommended to us by Three Cats, um, and he's like a he's a movie fan, but probably like more on the casual side. So the fact that it reached <laughs> Three Cats is like that's th- this movie has a, a wide reach, um, and yes. it, it's it's obvious why. Like once you watch it, well, yes. Before we even get into the nitty gritty, I think what's what people would find appealing about this or why so many people are watching it is because I do think there's something uh, in there for everyone uh, with this. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's a drama bromance action (laughs) musical. Um, Yeah. So it's like, it's all of those things um, like at the same time. And also, like, you know, very much uh, like a cultural sort of film um, and mm-hmm. just uh, like, uh, um, well, what's what's the word? It's uh, wh- is there a genre for for white people are bad? Um, it's the genre is called Raph's wish list for movies. <laughs> <laughs> Yearly I, top I, ten. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm being I'm being cheeky, but a... but it's like it's not a it's not a revolution movie. Like, what what is that even called? Like, 
like anti like colonialism yeah there you go it's 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 uh yeah it's an anti-colonialism i can't even fucking speak english right now it's an anti-colonialism film um for obvious reasons uh but Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like what's interesting i think what's interesting too is like a lot of people uh, hear about and they're just like oh i don't you know uh, is this a bollywood movie uh and like it kind Mm -hmm. of it kind of is uh i feel like it's but it also maybe isn't yeah, I think it's it's got more going on than just being a Bollywood movie. Um, but, you know, I'll talk more about that as we, we dive into really the, the meat and potatoes of the experience. But, uh, mm, yeah. Love meat and potatoes. Dude, especially together. Um, it's like... <laughs> Some gravy on top? Oh, dude. Now we're cooking. Well, now we're eating. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, so that's just sort of a thing that I wanted to to say up front is that it's it's you know prior to watching this, uh, I was asked what is this movie about, and I was like I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I couldn't possibly <laughs> begin to tell you. But that that's always like the best way to go into a movie, right? Is um, just someone's like, hey, this movie is awesome, and you should watch it, and you ask, you know, what is this about? Like, what are we actually getting ourselves into? It's three hours long. Like, do I have three hours to spare yes, for this movie? It is. Um, but you're just told it's it's worth it. Check it out. Um, and then you check it out and it's awesome. Um, I watched it with um, with our good friend, uh, Zack Snyder and, and Dorothy. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and Mr. Snyder, um, director of Justice League and Army of the Dead. Uh-huh. He was like, look, three hour long movie if i don't care how cool it is by like an hour and a half in i'm i'm calling it like i'm not staying up all night to watch this movie we watched all three freaking hours in that first uh-huh. in the first viewing because it, it's nice. so, it's that good um it's 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 worth it like I'll, I'll just get that out of the way now um it's an easy recommend even if you know nothing about the movie just know that it will be like the best 3 hours that you spend watching a movie probably this year i'll I'll just throw that out there wow that's quite an endorsement um that sounds like this sounds like it's going to be uh me being the debbie downer of the week um oh i let's don't i feel i was I, just thinking we haven't uh like disagreed on a movie in, in a while yeah um i won't say that i don't like it uh because i think there's mm-hmm. a lot there that's very uh appealing and well done and exciting um but Mm -hmm. i think i think my biggest issue with it is that it felt like there not only were there meat and potatoes on the plate there was also my dessert on the same plate as the meat and potatoes and also my martini was poured on top of it rather than being in its own separate glass um if, How do you take if your that, martinis? If that, oh, uh, dirty, dude. Dirty, 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 dirty. <laughs> um, big but, olive boy. Big olive boy, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't dislike it, but I don't... I, I feel like all the boys were like talking about like, oh, this is the greatest fucking thing ever. Maybe my, uh, you know, hearing that, like, 
sort of warp my brain a little bit. Um, it's also worth noting that mm -hmm. I watched the first hour and a half last night, uh, fell asleep, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then <laughs> finished the second hour and a half today. Um, so the things that I enjoyed, there's, there's a very particular musical sequence in it that I thought was amazing and had amazing choreography. And I thought it slapped pretty hard. Mm -hmm. uh, all okay. of the action I think is, there's no other word to describe it. I think it's metal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's pretty rad action. It, it, let it be, let it be clear. This is not the kind of, of action film that like tries to be gritty and realistic. Okay. Like these two people are superheroes. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, they're flying. They're essentially like flying around and like all kinds of crazy shit. It's bonkers. It is bonkers. It's, bonkers. it's, 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 it's very exciting. Um, mm -hmm. Before, before I I'll say like any qualms that I had with it, I think that mm -hmm. Probably the most interesting thing about this film is it got me thinking about, well, like, like what the fuck are movies, right? Like, we, mm -hmm. you think about how movies try to be, like, gritty and realistic, yeah? And then you watch something like mm -hmm. this, and you're like, oh, well, that's not realistic at all. But why should that mean it's not entertaining? Um, you know, you think about, like, Die Hard, right? Like, nothing that John mm -hmm. McClane does technically is superhuman, but, like, no cop has ever done those things, okay? Like, he's technically a superhero. So, like, when you think about movies we watch on a day-to-day -day basis and regarding action, it's like, well, it's all ridiculous. And none of it's fucking realistic. So, if it's not realistic mm -hmm. to begin with, why shouldn't it just be over the top? And why can't that be enjoyable, too? Um, so, I had a yeah. weird... Yeah, why can't it just of, be entertaining? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so I think in that regard, like watching this, I had sort of a perspective shift on what I thought like movies could be or should be or even need to be in order to be entertaining. Um, mm -hmm. I think that really the two issues I had with it uh, was that I think it was way too fucking long. Okay, it let's I, I got to <laughs> way, way too fucking long. Um I get why it is, but like, it doesn't need to be. Um, I also, I also like, didn't, I didn't understand what I was supposed to be feeling most of the time. I was like, am I supposed to be uh, laughing uh, <laughs> during, during a lot of this? Cause there's like a sequence where they become friends and they're like, one's mm -hmm. riding a motorcycle and one's riding a horse. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's supposed to be indicative about how they're both going in the same direction. Yet they're such men of, cut from different claws because <laughs> one's on a, a motorcycle and one's on a horse. Um, but there's a mu there's music over it. And it's, and it's like the translation of the music is two two men uh, befriended <laughs> due, due to destiny traveling forward into the future. Will there be betrayal? It's just like, what? I was like, am I supposed to be laughing about this? I found it very humorous. I just don't know if that's what I was supposed to be yeah. feeling. Um, so I guess like tonally, I wasn't really sure because it's weird because like there are so many mm -hmm. moments that are really fucking serious, like Indian people mm -hmm. being horribly tormented and tortured and children being mm -hmm. abducted and the English Empire doing horrible fucking shit. And then there's like a suspender dance at one point. So I'm like, what the fuck do you think <laughs> but maybe that's the point. Maybe that's what a beautiful movie yeah. is, is it has everything. I don't know.
Okay, that's, there, that, that's so, my that's my spiel. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I th- I think that's great. And I so uh, two I have two thoughts from from what you just said. And the first one is, um, I think like it really just comes down to this movie has like a a certain sort of commitment to to entertain, and it doesn't really matter how how silly or how far it has to go for that level of entertainment. Um, so like in order to tell the story, yeah, we're going to have one dude riding a horse and the other dude on a motorcycle. And there's going to be this like weird song with really telling lyrics about whether or not there's going to be a betrayal in this friendship. But like, that's what we need to do in order to entertain folks. And I don't know if it's like lost in translation and, uh, it's, it's because we're an American audience watching a movie that's meant for, for Indian folks. Um, or if that's really just like how it was intended. But I think the other the other thing, uh, the other sort of question that pops into my mind, I know you said you wanted to sort of table this for later, but I feel like it's a good question to get out of the way on the front end. But like, isn't that sort of kind of like some of the ethos in Bollywood and Indian filmmaking is that they're really all over the place. And a lot of it is sort of like this just heightened, um, this heightened level of, of entertainment and it a single movie isn't singular to a specific kind of genre like my understanding of bollywood filmmaking and this is a very limited understanding is that a lot of bollywood movies um do feature like action uh romance music um and, and like every other you know genre under the sun and it's all contained within one movie and it will they will flip back and forth very quickly between these different sort of tones and stuff and that's just sort of like what movies are like over there and maybe it's jarring to us as american audiences because we're used to our movies sort of being like siloed by genre and not really bleeding into different sort of categories um but yeah i don't know is is that your understanding of bollywood am i misinterpreting that uh i i i I think that sounds correct uh to me i think that you know, if you what's interesting is I, I, I think and I don't necessarily feel this way because I've seen plenty of, of Bollywood films and I've found them all. I think that you hit the nail on the head with the word. I think entertaining is the word. I think that's what they all set out to do and they'll do that however they can. And that's great. Um, I think the unfortunate thing is that the word Bollywood has such like a negative stigma here in the States because mm-hmm. of that reason. I think that, you know, you mm-hmm. You, you say like, oh, like they, they're like, oh, what kind of movie is this? And you're like, oh, it's a Bollywood movie. And immediately there's just like, oh, no, kind of thing. Um, yeah, oh, it's going to be and, one of those like over over the top kind of things. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And don't and don't misunderstand me. Like my my trepidations uh, a few minutes ago, I, I, I don't dislike the film. I think there's a lot there to really enjoy. And I think it does tick the boxes in terms of entertainment. I, I think that it, it, it just needs to, it needs to be shorter. Um, and, (laughs) and I, I guess, um, it's maybe it's, maybe it's the, 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 um, the actual subject matter in this, this style of filmmaking, because like there were points where like the young girl, from the village gets abducted right at the start. And that sort of like is what drives the plot forward, at Mm -hmm. least for one of the characters. Um, And there's, you know, this horrible uh, 
colonization going on by the English Empire and uh, being the oppressors of these Indian people. Uh, and it truly is fucking terrible. Um, and it's like, it's so, t what's amazing about it, I think, and this is where I found the, the heightenedness of the filmmaking style to actually complement what was really going on was like, it was so insane, the horrible shit that they were doing. Um, mm -hmm. and yet it's like, oh, but that's just what it was in spite of appearing heightened, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So that I felt like kind of worked, but it just it I wasn't sure at times because it, it flipped back and forth so much between batshit fucking mm -hmm. crazy action, uh, musical dance numbers and really emotional scenes where people are just weeping in each other's arms. Um, so yeah. maybe maybe it's it's more of a me thing that like I'm incapable of feeling all these those things at once. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe as a viewer, like I need to lock in. And be like, oh, I'm watching a musical. Okay, la la di da di da. I don't care. Or like, oh, I'm watching a drama. Okay, I need to be sad yeah. for two hours. Um, and so, like, you know, oh, I just I rarely have experience with uh, something like this. So I don't know yeah, how that to, kind of whiplash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. Um, yeah, but I think your initial point. I I, I do think that that is what the style of it is. I think it's very, it's, it's very theatrical on screen, mm -hmm. uh, Bollywood films, yeah. because it's like, you know, they're musical numbers and, and the fucking, when they're dancing and singing, they look directly at the camera. Um, so, yeah. so there's, there's a lot of that. It's a lot of fourth wall breaking. Um, I, I, mm -hmm. I think they have no desire, uh, to be realistic because the point is it's a fucking movie. It's not realistic. So who gives yeah. Well, so I think the thing is it, there's like a lack of subtlety in the desire to entertain. It's just like, it knows like, Hey, we're here to entertain. So that's what we're going to do. Like we don't need to like subvert your expectations or add like layered meaning to certain scenes and, and dialogue and imagery and stuff. Like, no, like this is uh this is a scene about a dude who chases down a tiger and then fights it. So here is a scene about a dude who chases down a tiger and fights it. And there's not much more to that other than you as an audience member sit down and enjoy watching a dude chase a tiger and then fight it. And <laughs> for, for me, like, I kind of just like, I bought in from, from the jump of, okay, like this movie's going to be absolutely bonkers. And I just need to sort of like sit down and enjoy the ride that I'm going to be taking on. Um, and kind of having that mindset from, from the beginning. Um, it was really cool. Like, I don't like the idea of turning like, Oh, it's a movie where you have to turn your brain off and you know just uh, just enjoy it for what it is. Um, that's not what I'm saying, but to a certain extent, um, I was willing to be entertained in the way that this movie wanted to entertain me. And I think with that goal in mind, I think it a thousand percent um, like did its job. What well, well said. Um, yeah, I wonder. I wonder too if uh, any preconceived notions I had about it uh, reflected mm -hmm. my experience of it. Because I'll I'll be honest, there were moments when I was like completely engaged, and then mm -hmm. moments where I was bored to tears. Uh, and, yeah. and 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 I don't know why that why that is because 
there's always something interesting, I think, going on. I think mm. the way you described it, the word whiplash, I think had is very accurate and I think is is sort of the effect it, it had on me because I was almost exhausted <laughs> watching it. Yeah, you, um, you need a water break yeah, watching this movie. Um, because it's like, it's so funny at points and so charming at points and then so depressing <laughs> at points yeah. uh, and so serious at points and so batshit crazy uh, at points. So like, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I might, my, my, the only choice I have is for my brain to check out or it will overload, you know? <laughs> yeah. I really, I really think it, it like, it comes down to just the way that we're conditioned as American movie watchers and like how we're, how we typically watch movies is very different to the way that someone experiences this movie, which is weird that like, this would be the Indian movie to break through in America. Um, and the whole time that I was watching, I was, I was wondering like, why is it this movie? Why is it this particular one? It's, you know, we've talked about it with like, with movies like Parasite or or something. Um, and it's, it's pretty clear why something like Parasite can break through to American audiences, you know, like the sensibilities of that movie and, and, um, and sort of like the central theme is something that is, that is very American um, at heart, or at least something that like Americans and South Koreans sort of share um, in terms of sensibilities. But like this movie didn't totally get there um, in terms of under, at least for me, understanding why it would appeal to me as an American. Um, I didn't get that. Like, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was a really, really fun movie. Um, and I was kind of like kicking myself for not watching more Indian movies throughout the years. Um, but I don't know if this, like what it is that this movie is doing differently than other Indian or, or Bollywood movies that weren't able I, to I, I sort of connect with the, Americans. The budget dude is a big part of it. Um, mm. This, this, this looks like one of the most expensive <laughs> movies to make that I've seen uh, Actually, in, in a long while. This is um, so after watching it with uh with Zack Snyder, he did some research and I'll probably pull out some of his um some of his yes. notes from the research yes, throughout this episode. But one of the things that he looked up is uh this is the most expensive Indian made movie of all time. Yeah, there you go. So um, yeah, you you're you you hit it right on that or not. Yeah, I, I just think that um the the length of it, uh the quality of the cameras and the cinematography the effort that went into the fight choreography, the camera work, uh, the the caliber of actors and actresses that they got, um, mm -hmm. the 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 uh, uh, the composition of both the music and the actual frame. I just I think that they spared no fucking expense with the making of this movie. Mm -hmm. um, and I I you sort of get that I think right off the bat with um mm -hmm. the whole crowd fight scene or whatever um yeah but but that is a good question like why like what is it about this is because is is it because mm -hmm. it is just such a uh just unabashed spectacle uh that it's like here's something you've never fucking seen before and you fucking americans have seen yeah. it all I think it also might be like on that same note, um, as Americans, 
as American film goers, we've kind of been in this like really shitty rut of just getting the same sort of uh, things like repackaged and, and sold to us, like whether it be in the form of Marvel movies or like other, like the Jurassic Park franchise or the new Top Gun movie, like all of these sort of like legacy sequels and franchise things where it's really just the same shit uh, that's repackaged and and just sold to us over and over again. So like anytime we see something that feels a little bit different and like does sort of lean into the spectacle of it um, and leans into the spectacle of it in a way where you can tell that there was, like you said, like actual like composition and choreography that that goes in, in place and not just like, uh, fuck it, we'll like CGI it in post. Um, I think that connects with people. Like I think Americans were probably... Like we're probably subconsciously kind of bored of the shit that we're seeing, and it was refreshing to see something uh, that was actually pretty cool. And I know, like the hyperbole of "this is the best movie you'll ever see" um, is something that happens a lot of times whenever like a movie comes around and it's like just like sort of kind of cool. Um, and I think that obviously is happening with this film. Um, I don't think it's the best movie that you'll ever see, but yeah, it is refreshing to see a dude uh with like with some sort of like like goblet of fire on his hand jump in the air and punch a tiger in the face and then stick the landing like that's cool that's something that i'm not seeing in my american movies and i didn't know that i needed it but i did and i'm happy that this movie gave it to me i yeah because like it's funny you 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 know you sent that that clip right after i had watched it um, and I was, and mm-hmm. when I watched it, I was like, wow, that, that is hilariously rad. Uh, and <laughs> then I imagine like Dwayne Johnson doing that. Um, and like a movie where Dwayne Johnson like jumps through the air and hits a tiger in the head with a, a goblet of fire or whatever. And the, the thought of that, like, uh, disgusted me. Um, and yet here <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. So I don't know if I'm just sick of American stars or the American flavor of filmmaking, but for some reason here, I found it to work maybe just because of how over the top and heightened the stakes are to begin with that. I buy it. Um, but yeah, I don't even for like, even for a shot like that, like if it were to happen in an American film, like, you know, it would just be shot with like a bunch of, it would be shot on a green screen um with Dwayne Johnson like on his with his little like cables tied well not little cables because he's massive like big cables tied to him um and they would shoot a bunch of like master shots for coverage and then they would do the CGI in post and then they would just throw together like whichever shots um like could be put together for a cohesive or semi-cohesive sequence in a in a final movie whereas this movie you know it it feels like the director and, you know, some of the people on set were like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, we're on an actual set and we have this guy with the fire in his hand and he jumps up and he and he hits the tiger and we'll go from a wide shot of him and the tiger jumping to each other to then like a medium of like him coming on to, towards the camera and he punches the tiger and then uh, like medium close close up of him sticking the landing. Like, you know, like we we don't know all the time when it's happening, but like subconsciously we know when someone or someone's behind the camera are actually putting thought into what they're putting onto the screen and like what it's going to look like in a final product, as opposed to just the Dwayne Johnson version, which we know is going to be shit. Yeah, of course. 
Uh, I mean, that's certainly uh, a feather in this movie's cap is that every single moment on screen is very clearly a decision that's been made. Um, <laughs> it Like, there's nothing accidental about what we're watching over the 180 minutes of this movie. Not a single fucking second. Uh, it is all very carefully planned out uh, and designed to be as visually <laughs> and audibly appealing <laughs> as possible. Um, <laughs> without saying, for sure. Uh, yeah. Which is, which is cool. Yes. Um, uh, another yeah. cool... Get. I was going to say, I was going to go through some, some more of um, Zack yeah, Snyder's notes let's hear uh, of, of research. I think this one is, is, is like pretty interesting. Um, so apparently these two, the two characters, they are based on men who did actually exist and did actually help in like the Indian revolution against the British empire, but they never actually met each other or crossed paths. And I'm assuming that they also both weren't fighting tigers on a daily basis. Um, but so I was kind of like thinking like, what would the American equivalent be? And is it like a mix between... Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter and and like the Patriot. Um, like is that kind of the vibe that we're getting here? I would watch that movie though. I love Abe Lincoln Vampire Slayer or Vampire Hunter. Whatever. I've never I've never seen it, but it does sound like the kind of thing that was made for me specifically. Uh yeah. so I should definitely check it out. But I guess yeah. it yeah, it does it does seem to be in the, but but what's interesting is like is there anything in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer that's like real uh, or human? Uh, as because like in RRR, like there's these like little lovely, beautiful scenes where like a brother is holding his kid sister uh, through bars and they're weeping in each other's arms about how he can't rescue her yet. Like I can't imagine there's mm-hmm. a scene in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter where he's like signing the proclamation the emancipation proclamation with like dracula's <laughs> blood or anything <laughs> no no it, it's it's definitely not not as human um but abe lincoln in that movie is uh like from childhood always he's always been friendly to black people so you know sure that's that's cool i guess what about black that's vampires? why he becomes a vampire hunter uh no no so vampires kill one of his black friends um, and that's how he starts vampire hunting at a very young age. Um, and then from there, <laughs> while he's vampire hunting, someone suggests to him, like, hey, why don't you also run for president? And he's like, well, if I run for president, then I can't do my vampire hunting. Um, but someone's like, you can use your presidency to hunt vampires and racist vampires. He's like, all right, cool. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll combine my two passions um, and sort of just go with that. that actually, that I don't know why fantastic. I just recapped. <laughs> Yeah, where? What, what is it, this? It, where, where is it streaming? Where can I? <laughs> I, I I don't know, but you got you got to get to it soon. Okay, we'll do an episode on Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> I'm so down. I'm so down. That movie is so badass. It's way better than Spielberg's Lincoln. Uh, that movie is so goddamn boring and up its own ass. It is. There's very, zero very vampires world. in Spielberg's Lincoln. Yeah, I remember. I yeah. saw. I saw Lincoln. Uh, when it came out on Thanksgiving day in Manhattan with my mother and she fell asleep 20 minutes into it and slept all two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> of the rest of the movie. Was this like after Thanksgiving dinner or we had, we had Thanksgiving, turkey, or? Thanksgiving lunch 
uh, uptown. And then she was like, you want to go see a movie? And I was like, on Thanksgiving, that sounds rad. So we were like, what is out? And we were like, oh, look, Lincoln. <laughs> so we we got That's two tickets to so see Lincoln. American. Yeah, she fell asleep 20 minutes into it, dude. <laughs> it was she would not fall asleep 20 minutes into uh, Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. No, I can't or imagine. Or RR. I don't think like, she would either. Try, try to bring it back. I think every 20 minutes she'd be like, Michael, I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm entertained. <laughs> I don't know what these dudes are doing, but yeah. it seems badass. <laughs> My favorite part of the movie was was their bromance. Um, more so than than anything else. I feel like that's like I feel like that's the one thing that really shines through. Um and no matter um like what your problems or issues are with the movie, like even if you don't like over the top action, I think you can still dig on their bromance. Um Well I I, I I'm glad that you said that. Um because I think their relationship to each other and how glassy all of their eyes get when they stare into each other's eyes uh, is to all just indicative of really the only grounded real thing in the film uh, is this connection Which between is funny these, because these two men. It's funny because it, it's, it's not that grounded and real because these real life guys never knew each other. Yes, that's that's yes, but again, that's an interesting like, point. It's for the it's for the sake of of entertainment. So like throw all that real life stuff out the window, um, and just give us an entertaining story where these two dudes are bros, um, and do love each other as bros. It is this might be the best on screen bromance we've we've ever seen, and I say on screen because you know who knows what's going on off screen. But yes, I think that it is without question, at least in terms of uh, execution. I, I I think so. I can't think of a better bromance. Um, what? Yeah, like what is somebody going to say? Fucking Godzilla and Kong, like blow it out your ass. Like maybe Frodo and Sam. Oh, that's pretty good. But that's pretty, I still yeah. I still Ooh. pick I still pick these bros over Frodo and Sam. Um, that's the only one I can think of that comes anywhere close. Like Luke and Han. That's no, nah. Uh, that's not even Colin quite a bromance. Finn, nah, no. Uh, uh, John McLean and and uh, and Zeus in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, that's pretty nah. good. That's pretty up there, but I don't think it trumps this. No, I think this is the best one. Outside of like like dudes who actually fall in love with each other, like the guys from <laughs> Brokeback Mountain, like this yes. is the best romance. Yes. <laughs> in terms yes. of two straight guys who are like best buds. Yeah. In terms of a a, a plat- of two men platonically being in love with each other, it's definitely. <laughs> This, this movie. <laughs> yeah, the, I I will say the the one not the one issue but one issue I had with their not just their bromance but sort of the movie in general was there wasn't enough homoeroticism for me. Um, like not nearly enough scenes of these dudes fighting with their shirts off. Um, and a yeah, three like, hour action movie with all the there are like eight different insane fight sequences and there's only one or two where they have their shirts off like that. Yes. That's something that I would have changed, but yeah, I thought they were going to like oil each other up or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Especially cause the, the dude's first scene. Um, I, I, I'm forgetting both of their names. Um, but he, but he is the tiger hunter and Rom mm-hmm. or Ra- 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 uh, Ram. Yeah. Ram. 
Rom. It's Rom. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, uh, he's the undercover brother. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think we're, we're like, yeah, we're, we're deep enough into this and we haven't gotten into spoilers. So I think we can continue to stay away from spoilers. Yeah. Um, but at one point I called Rom a, uh, a house Indian. Um, <laughs> because of because of his work with the with the British Empire. Damn. <laughs> He's a real that, that is Rob. that is multi layered in ways that I'm not even going to attempt to uh, divulge. I'm glad I'm glad you said that and not me. It was the first thing I thought when I when I saw him. Um, when it, like after his first scene, I was like, "This, this freaking house, Cindy." <laughs> oh, uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. I'm completely. I'm not. Not only. I'm not derailed. I'm fucking in the ocean. <laughs> um, so I don't even know okay, what I'm I have saying. Question for you. <laughs> Uh, what was what was your favorite fight sequence? Um, because there are a lot to choose from. I okay, there there were a couple. I I love love loved uh how ridiculous the well actually okay we don't want to talk about spoilers um but there, there's a scene where one of them is on the shoulders of another one. And he has two guns and they're like flipping around as one body. Uh, I thought that was yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, just that it was just like so fucking crazy. Um, yeah. There's another scene where right after that, where one of the two of them is attaching actual grenades to the end of his bow and arrow. And I thought that was just like so fucking insane. <laughs> um Let's see. Uh, it's hard to say that you can't love uh, the five minutes straight of a guy just like running through a jungle away from a tiger. It literally was five minutes long. <laughs> him just like running away from this fucking tiger. Um, and there was there was one other one that uh, I really enjoyed. Um, oh yeah, of course the the. Uh, there's a, a big fight scene with a bunch of animals <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's just so insane and ridiculous. Um, that, that, that's my pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some very, uh, shall we say not subtle symbolism with uh, one of them using fire as a weapon and another of them using water as a weapon. And it's like, Hey, one's fire, one's yeah. water. <laughs> and the- but like it doesn't it doesn't need to be subtle. Like, no, certainly cool. not. Like just hit 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 me over the head with that because a few minutes earlier in that same scene, one of them it has a jaguar jump on his back and is attacking him, and he reaches behind his head and takes the jaguar and throws it at another man, and then the <laughs> jaguar attacks that dude. So like that same scene like, happened only with a motorcycle. Realism later on he literally picked up a motorcycle and swung it around (laughs) (laughs) like it's we i don't i don't know if i've seen an american movie 
that is committed to absurd action the way that this movie is in like years. I, I couldn't even think of, of what the like the last movie that I saw that's even even close to this. And like anything that would do it, it it would do it in a way that is like trying to be funny. Whereas this one, this yes. movie is playing all of those ridiculous action sequences totally, totally straight. Yeah. And in a way, it makes it so much more endearing, um, especially well, when, yeah. like, when you have like that backdrop of like their bromance and what these particular fights and where they come in the stages of the movie, like what it means for where their bromance is at that point in time. And the fact that it's played straight, like it works for me. I think the only reason it works is because it's played straight. I think it's so, it's so ridiculous in its own right that the, you can't not, because if you, if you Mm -hmm. even do like the slightest wink, like we think we know that what we're doing is silly or funny, uh, then it just collapses on itself. It is hilarious and badass at the same time because of how seriously it's being taken and displayed to us. Yeah, it's yeah. it's awesome. I also love that like the songs that are being sung underneath all these action sequences that are just like singing about their friendship and like <laughs> yeah. what they're destined to do with friendship. Like we just don't get that in American movies. Besides, besides like tongue in cheek like satire movies, like only like Team America World Police has has songs like that. <laughs> But again, they're played for the joke, not for right. Like these, it, these scenes are just playing it completely straight, and it works. It's so weird, but it works. It's awesome. Yeah, you're you're certainly not going to get Tom Cruise singing about his future as he hunts down terrorists in Milan or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> or Chris Pratt singing about Italian velociraptor. Well, oh my god! Motorbike oh through, through Venice. I would go see if Jurassic World Dominion was a Bollywood film. I would go see that. Oh, a thousand percent! If the dinosaurs had their own musical number, holy shit! Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. What is that movie? Have the balls, Hollywood! Have some balls. They got none. No, that's why it's called Bollywood because it's Hollywood with balls. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't really know Yikes. what else to say yeah. about it. Keep uh, aside from from spoiler no, territory. I think we. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're Gucci. I do think. I just want to acknowledge that, like, the yeah. politics of this movie is is something that I think, at least for me, like, it totally goes over my head. Um, I can like sure. see how there could be some issues in terms of like what the politics of this movie are saying. Um, in terms of like Indian culture and Indian history and Indian cinema and like where all those things kind of like converge to the to the right now. But I don't know nearly enough about any of those topics to talk about it in a way that is semi-intelligent. So like I see that it's there. Um, I don't I think like I said, I think it would be the equivalent of like a uh, Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter X The Patriot movie where we're kind of like glorifying our history, but also maybe sweeping some of the less than favorable stuff under the rug and sort of like, um, I don't want to say white whitewashing because obviously like this movie is about like anti white colonialism, but in a way it's sort of, um, sort of just like 
brushing over in a very broad way the history of of uh, of the country. Um, so I'm sure, like, if we were smarter and knew anything about Indian history, like, we'd have something to say, but we don't. So that's true. Fight tigers, definitely fight tigers. I I I lean the same way you do. If if I don't know information, particularly about something of a political or cultural sense, I will abstain from commenting as I think that's the most respectful thing to do. Uh, so mm-hmm. in that regard, yes, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's, it's very clear whether you know the details or not, that it is about, uh, those sorts of things, uh, and about the history going on there and the culture. Um, but aside from that, I don't think you need to be read up on it to get what this movie is feeding you ultimately. Uh, yeah. Because it's just like, here's some batshit insanity for three hours. There you go. Who Rast. doesn't love batshit insanity? Dude. Yo. Dude. Um, uh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me your rating, boy. <laughs> My RR rating? Yeah. <laughs> um... Dude, I think it's for me as of right now. I think it's uh, the most fun I've had watching a movie this year. Um, I think, I think it 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 does entertain in the way that it sets out to, um, and I was totally here for that. I love the bromance at the center of it. I think it totally works, and it keeps the whole thing moving um, in a way that that I can understand and appreciate so i give it four stars i think it's rad um i think it's super fun i think people can i think most people would enjoy it if they were to watch it so yeah what about you uh i agree pretty largely with everything you said i think and this my um my rating is purely based on my own personal taste and what i respond to uh in this regard i'm gonna give it a three and a half uh, I think the only reason I'm like half a point lower than you are is because uh, in the most modest sense, I, I felt like I was uh, really the, the, the biggest negative and a kind of only negative I have is that I, I wasn't really sure what I was supposed to be focused on, um, if that makes any sense in terms of how I felt. For sure. and, and, and it, but aside from that. Uh, I, I think that it is, uh, excruciatingly entertaining. Uh, that's my, that's, that's that if I, yeah, if I was, uh, writing for Roger Ebert or whatever, uh, that would be my headline. RRR is excruciatingly entertaining. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. That's what you got. For me. Per- perfect. Perfect way to sum it up. I, I, I've certainly never seen anything like it, uh, and I don't think anyone who would watch this movie has. So I would recommend it as well, for that reason alone. Or, or, or recommend. Yes. That was a bad joke. Raph and Rocco recommend. R, R, R. Well, pretty rad, dude. Rad, rad, rad. <laughs> rad, are, rad, raddest. Rad, rad. <laughs> who are you and where air, air can you be found? 
I'm Rapstit, and I can be found on Twitter and Instagram and on Letterboxd uh, talking about movies mostly. Uh, my handle on all three platforms is at Rapstit, R-A-F-S-T-I-T-T. Michael, Romeo, Rocco. Yes. Michael, Romeo, Rocco. Who the <laughs> hell are you and where can you be found? Dude, I'm I'm two of the three R's. I I'm found. What am I even fucking saying? I can be found at on Instagram at Michael underscore Romeo underscore Rocco underscore. That's R O C C O. Michael Romeo Rocco underscores in between and at the end. You can also find me on Twitter and Letterbox at Michael underscore Rocco. That's R O C C O once again. And you can find both yourself, Raf. You can Raf. You can find yourself and. <laughs> and and so me, <laughs> the podcast proper at straight to DVD pod. That's the number two straight to DVD pod on Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you get your podcasts. Dude, one more place where, where folks can find you. I don't think we've ever plugged it on the show. Um, yeah. You can be, you can be found on FBI's most, most wanted. Yeah, that's right. Or FBI, FBI colon most wanted. That's true. Um, yeah in an episode earlier this season. Yes. Also, uh, another little plug. uh, I am a featured voice in one episode of this very popular animated series, Hell of a Boss. Uh, I will also be, I'm not really supposed to say this, but if you keep your eye out, you might see me in another episode in the upcoming season this year. So, well, not keep your eye out. If you keep your eye out, because I'm I'm a voice. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Very rad. Right. Very rad. <laughs> Very nice indeed. <laughs> um, Pretty sick, right. dude. Dude, that's RRR. Do we end it here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>